All right, so moving on to uh, some Green Bay basketball now. No more Packer football. Let's talk some Green Bay Phoenix. Uh, Rich, how are you enjoying your time so far at Green Bay? How's the experience going? Good. It's been great. I mean, we've had – I think we've exceeded all expectations both internally oh, no. and externally, and I think we have a great group of guys on and off the court and just a great coaching staff that believes in all of us, and it's been really, really, really fun experience so far, and I'm really excited for the rest of January and then February and postseason basketball. Give me some of your uh, your 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 favorite experience so far, UWGB on and off the court. I would just say I'm 23 years old. I've been around a lot of basketball, been on a lot of teams, and I would just say I haven't been around a more connected team off the court. I think most instances, particularly in 2024, there's a lot of clicks and a lot of just different generational divides where guys are just different, have different opinions and stuff. And I would mm. just say one through 15, every guy loves each other on and off the court. Every guy loves hanging out with each other debating sports, just hanging out, getting bite to eat. I think that's been the best best overall experience is the conversation I've had with some of my teammates. Just I'm the old guy in the room. I'm playing with guys who are 18, 19 years old. So to see these guys mature too, it's been really cool for me. No doubt. And, and when you – I mean, we all know what, what the, the program was at a year ago um, at this time. Uh, you, you bring back, what, two or three guys from last year's roster. It's a total overhaul of new personalities, new players. So to hear that – that's awesome, and that's rare. That that is really rare. So that, that that's great to hear. Um, and as you mentioned, you guys have exceeded all expectations. You guys are seven and three in the horizon right now. That that second. Um, and, and you kind of you kind of said this, but internally, did you guys believe in year one after Green Bay went three and twenty eight, I believe, last season? Did you believe that you guys could come in and contend for a Horizon League title right away? Yeah, definitely. From day one, you know, coached at the standard that hey. Even though this program won three games last year, most of us weren't here for that. And the guys who were here for that, that's an omission of them. Those guys are really hardworking, winning great basketball players. And I think from day one, we saw what this team can do together. We have the pieces, we have the chemistry, we have the guys who want it bad enough. And I think from day one, the fact that the coach instilled that culture and that mindset into us all proved that we're not surprised that we're here at all. And there's a lot of season left to play. Good deal. Good deal. And uh, you're obviously a true Wisconsin man. Um, what does it mean to you in particular, uh, who, who understands what Green Bay has done in the past? Uh, what, what does it mean to be a part of the comeback of the, the Green Bay program? No, it's been awesome. Just in the short time I've been up here from our first home game of the year in November to our home game last Sunday, just the atmosphere difference has been crazy. Just yeah. everyone getting loud in the late stages of the game, the different amount of people showing up, seeing the same people week in after week out who wish they would have bought season tickets earlier, but they're coming to every game, which has just been awesome. I just think from a community standpoint, this is a community that loves sports, obviously with the Packers, but they've been lacking that, you know, other team in the area. And I think when Green Bay basketball is good, the community gets behind it in other ways that the Horizon League doesn't doesn't see with a lot of these programs. So I think it's been awesome to see everyone from a community standpoint buy in and get behind us. I believe it. And I, I think that it, that can definitely continue. And I think it can continue to get more and more packed when you guys – Keep on winning. I, th I think this is the beginning of something that can be really cool. And Noah Reynolds, I mean, talk about the season Noah Reynolds has been having. Uh, he's obviously been been vital to to the turnaround. But talk about the season he's having. And if the season ended today, would he be the Horizon League Player of the Year? No, I mean, he's unbelievable. The fact that he's leading the conference in scoring, I think, and he's on one of the better teams in the conference just speaks to the kind of style of play he has and just – He's our go-to guy. He's our facilitator. He gets us going. Uh, he's a great leader on and off the court. I just think that what he's been able to do 
and lead us through this first stretch of conference has been amazing, but not surprising at all if you see the work he puts in, the kind of guy he is. I think unanimously he should be the player of the year through the first 10 games of conference, and I think he's far and away the best player in the league. Good deal. And you, so now talking about you, you have one of the quickest releases I've ever seen, and at your size at six foot eight, um, it, it, it's it's impressive. Uh, is this something that you worked on throughout college, or was it always that fast? Because you and me, we played basketball with each other when you were in high school. I don't remember it being this fast. Was this something you really worked on to have this uh, unique release? Yeah, I would definitely say it is. You know, I've grown up, I was just a back to the basket post player. I didn't really shoot many threes, but to differentiate myself among a lot of guys, my size are even a little bigger. I had to find that one edge to kind of set myself above those guys. And I think nowadays, every, not every, but most five men, most four men can shoot. So if you can get a quick release and shoot on a decent enough clip to where teams have to respect you both inside and out, it really sets not only yourself up well, but your teammates up for really advantageous positions on the court. So I think it's definitely been something that I've keyed in on the past couple of years. Deal. And, and obviously you guys are hitting your stride right now, playing really well of late. You guys kind of had a, you know, it, it was a stinker against Northern Kentucky, one of those games where shots just weren't falling. That's going to happen in January. It's a long season. Games like that happen. But you guys are playing really good basketball overall. Um, obviously, you don't want to peak in January. Is there still room uh, for you guys to reach a much higher peak and, and to hit a ceiling? Are you guys, is there room for growth still for you guys? Yeah, 100%. I mean, our coach always says, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low. And I think from an individual standpoint, for me, there's definitely a lot I can improve on getting my efficiency up, just trying to make the best difference I can make out there when I'm out there. And I can definitely improve on a lot that I played throughout the season. I think from a team standpoint, too, you know, never satisfied, whether that be a close win or blowout win or a tough loss on the road. The important thing is to stay together. It's a long season, you know, take it one day at a time. And I think there's definitely a lot of room for, for team improvement deal and, and yeah last question i got for you before a rapid fire round is what is the biggest difference you've noticed from the d2 level to d1 that's a really good question and it's a question i've been asked a lot and i would just say i mean i'd say the skill level is not entirely different i'd say the speed of the game is different and i would say that you know you could hide a couple guys with all respect on the division two level you could hide a couple guys on the court where you didn't have to close out super hard on them or you didn't have to guard them as well as you'd guard the other guys. But I'd say at the D1 level, you know, everyone's a playmaker. Everyone can go out there and get 15, 20 if you let them. So you got to be locked in all the time, particularly on the defensive end, and just guard your yard. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, no, Rich, I really appreciate your time. Obviously, in the middle of the season, it's a busy time. So I appreciate you coming back on the show and got the rapid fire round for you. For you. So uh, you've done this before. Let's hop right in. Um Who's your favorite player growing up? Uh, Basketball-wise or over basketball. overall? Or hey, we can do both. Let's do both. Basketball? Both. I'd say basketball-wise, I mean, growing up, I was a big Michael Red guy. I mean, early okay. on, I was the first player I ever met when I was seven years old. My dad took me to a Bucks uh, outing, and that was really cool for me to meet him. And then, obviously, as I've gotten older, it's been Giannis with some Brooke Lopez. Love those guys. Love watching their games. Obviously, they've been very successful for my favorite team in the Bucks. And uh, I'd say football-wise, obviously, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, favorite place in the whole world? Uh, Got to say Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good deal. Toughest player you've had to guard this season, if you don't mind sharing? 
I would say Taman Lipsy, the point guard from Iowa State. He wasn't my individual matchup, but I got switched on him a couple times, and he uh, really, really tough guy to stay with. The, the the coolest environment you've played on the road so far this season? Hilton Coliseum. I mean, they said going in that it'd be crazy. It's one of the top ten environments in college basketball, but that was uh, you really couldn't hear the coverages of your own teammates on the court. That was crazy. Who's your vote for NFL MVP this season? Lamar Jackson. Easily. Right. Who's your pick to win the Super Bowl? Got to stick with the Ravens. Got to go with the Ravens. Okay. Uh, favorite game that you, you were a part of this season so far? Ooh. I would say the Milwaukee game, just that, with that being an in-state rivalry. It was early in the season. We set the tone right away, and that was a really, like, kind of we've arrived in the state, and for a lot of people to respect us was the Milwaukee game. Good deal. And any hidden talents that you have? Uh, outside of just playing the piano, I don't think there's any, uh, I think in a, uh, ultimate universe, I could have been a quarterback, uh, always like throw the pigskin around, but other than that, I don't think so. All right. And last question. Who's your funniest teammate? Funniest teammate. Um, I would say, oof, that's a good one. Funniest teammate. I would say Amari. All right. Good deal. And that's Rich Byery. Rich, thank you so much for coming back on the show. We'll have to get you back on in the future. But, man, good luck the rest of the way. Uh, keep letting it fly, and I'm looking forward to staying connected the rest of the season. No, I appreciate you having me on. It was great to catch up, and, uh, no, I appreciate it.